CPUD Radio right here. Uh, my name is Rikia Depart. I have my co-host with me. Ah, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> yes, my co-host is also with me. Mr. Todd, yes. how are you doing? I'm doing well. No, hey, no. It's been how many weeks now? Ah, it's been three at least, I think. You yeah. don't miss me, eh? <laughs> I missed you, oh, my boss. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, let me read a little about our guest today. You've know you've known him for some time. Yeah, I, I met a missionary back in ooh, 2014. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to read a little about him, and then you would also tell us a little about him before you even call him okay. to talk to him, and then so that we listening would know who he actually is. Mm-hmm. Before we get missing, yeah, it's 11, um, 12 a.m. in Ghana. Meshidai Ofori has seven years experience in working in the startup community in Ghana. After working on his tech startup, he joined Blue Space Africa and the Ghana Innovate Innovation Hub as a trainer and consultant and has contributed to the entrepreneurial um, ecosystem by coaching entrepreneurs in tech, yeah, in tech and business solutions, as well as fa- facilitating multiple entrepreneurship driven initiative including the um recently ended accelerator factory program by the ghana innovations hub Ameshidai currently consults for companies and um, development agencies looking um roll out entrepreneurship development programs on the continent so hey <laughs> he has a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, he's doing a lot. He has had a lot, and he's. So you, you know, you know what he's currently doing. I I know what he used to do. Okay. I have his history. Okay. All right, first of all, though, Amish. Mm-hmm. That's what everybody calls him. Amish. Amish. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I met him back in 2014. He was uh, he was part of the f- my first graduating class coming out of Mest. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And um, you know, I, m- with Mest, you go through these different capstones, so you create a bunch of different businesses as you go through the curriculum. Mm. I believe the one that he ended up with and I think I funded was called Flippy Campus, so we can talk to him a little bit about that one. Okay. You know, lessons learned on that. Okay. And um, as I told you this morning when you came in, mm-hmm. he's also uh, a very well thought of spoken word artist. Oh, yes. He told yeah. me that. He told me that. And I don't know if he still performs. I'm sure he does because he loves it. Okay. Um, but we can we can talk to him a we little bit about that. We can talk to him about that, mm-hmm. part two. Please don't forget, today is all about lessons learned. So we are going to ask him a little on how far he has come and what he's learned so far from the journey, knowing... Hey, how are you? I'm <laughs> fine, yourself. I'm wonderful. I miss my brother. It has. It's been a minute. How yeah. are you? Now, as part of the lessons learned, we are going to ask you a few questions on how it started for you. So, to get to the first thing here, how did you start? All right, thank. You. <laughs> <laughs> so, back in back in twenty twelve, I was in Kenya University. Okay. And I was the student president for a group called the National Society of Black Engineers. Okay. And one of the things we used to do was invite high-profile companies and also people offering opportunities to students to come and speak to us during career fairs, etc. Now, one of the groups that came to speak to us was the Meltwater Entrepreneurial School of Technology, MES. Okay. And they told us about how talent is talent everywhere, but not opportunity. Mm. And so because of that, they provide opportunity for 
talented people to learn software development and start their own companies. Okay. And I thought, yes, why not? So I applied for math and went through a rigorous <laughs> interview process. And in 2013, I, I, I got to join math. Okay. Now what math did was they taught us software development, communication skills, and business development. Okay. Everything we needed to start our own tech company and grow it. Okay. And that's where I met Todd. Mm. So yes. Todd was my senior faculty in 2014. Okay. And Todd was super instrumental, even in how, our, in how we started our companies. Whenever you hit a rough patch, mm. Todd was someone to talk to and he will figure out the best of these possibilities, even people to connect you to, okay. etc. Right. So in my in my batch at Met, I and three other co-founders started our tech company called Clippy Campus, which Todd mentioned. Okay. And Clippy was designed to help university students get access to information mm. on their campuses. Okay. So something incredible happened to one of our co-founders when he was in. UCC, you know how they write exams very early in the morning. Yes. So he was going to write his exam, and by the time he got there, everyone was coming out of the exam hall. They had finished writing the paper. Wow. Yes, simply because they had changed the exam, time. the time for the exam last minute, and he didn't get to find out. Wow. And so we thought, yes, this is a common problem that we've all faced in our different universities oh, that we attended. So let's try and solve that. You know, I miss I, I, I had forgotten about that. And I remember now that yes. it, it, it was a big part of the pitch. Sorry. Okay. I'm, I'm yes, yes. No, it's fine. It, it was a big part of the pitch. It was like the case study for, okay. for Flippy Campus now, I remember. So how exactly. far is it doing right now? Unfortunately, Flippy had to close down, and that's one ah, of the... Ah, so that's the how we come to your lessons learned today. That's where it comes in. Now, let's go yeah. into what, what you would have done differently if you would have to start the company all over again. Definitely focus more Okay. Um, on exactly what we're offering. One of the things MES does is that it gives you skill sets, right, and tools. So you you have the ability to do almost anything okay. in terms of coding. And when we started, we were super excited to do um, to run with every idea that we, we thought about. So mm. even though we started off as a student notification platform, mainly for academic academic purposes, mm. we soon realized that the students wanted to interact more on the app. Okay, so now what, what you're saying is that you were not able to, like your focus level was down and that was because maybe you were putting too much ideas into it, right? Exactly, you were focusing on too much at once. Okay. So we could have best start with being a student education platform and gradually grow it. But as soon as we realized they wanted something more social, we built in a social feature. Okay. As soon as we, we realized they wanted to buy and sell, we built in a buying and selling feature. So very mm. soon, the app was one big confusing mess. <laughs> right. Okay, so yes. Okay, so the okay. thing is that when you find yourself in an industry, you need to know your niche. You need to know your core functionality, yes, and, and exactly. Knows like this. <laughs> and right. usually, at 
teammates, they would say, start with your MVP. Mm. Like, even if you hadn't built the app to its glorious form, what would people be willing to pay you for, mm. right? And stick with that for a while before you really figure it out and then gradually grow it. Okay. Because they had a real problem. You know, they had identified yeah. the problem with um, an actual person that, you know, experienced the pain point. So they didn't have to the validate the problem. The okay. problem was there. And so they were going to be, you know, kind of a digital, uh, you know, billboard or not billboard. but Exactly, uh, exactly. So yeah. And yeah, but, but like he said, <laughs> you come through best. Who was your CTO, Amish? I forget. Who, who was your CTO? I forget. Uh, uh, CTO was Gideon. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Gideon. Yes. Right. But And so you learn so many things, and you're learning, and you want to use all these skills, you know, and, and put all these new uh, toys and, and widgets and gadgets, and, and I think that's, uh, yeah, where it got, uh, they went straight from their core functionality. But you know, the idea of them putting a, a lot of ideas together at once is one of the biggest problems we have mm. right now. Yeah, I'd say it's, it wasn't isolated, it's, it, but it's a great lesson to learn. Yeah. And, and it's something that you have to actually experience to, to really know. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so as being a coach right now, um, okay. Amesh, as I've been told to call you, <laughs> um, being a coach right now for years, yes, you've been um, coaching entrepreneurs. Now, what are some of the mistakes these famous um, failures are? In fact, I'm not even supposed to say the word famous failures. What are some of the mistakes people have made so far, people you've coached made so far that you've been able to correct them through? Mm. One of the one of the common threads, especially with first-time entrepreneurs, mm. is the eagerness, the eagerness to launch, and so they fail to do what we call the market research, okay. and then also testing mm. of products. So they have these wild ideas. Somehow entrepreneurship has been romanticized, and so they think, as soon as I launch this idea, everybody is going to love it. <laughs> Especially for yes, especially for those who are building mobile and web apps. Mm. So I usually tell them, you know what? Before you even start building the app, put out a bare questionnaire, put out a landing page. Mm. Let people tell, let let people know that this is what I'm about to do, and try to figure out the business without the app first. Mm. See if the business even exists before you decide to build the app. Okay. Because what happens is we end up doing all the fancy things around the business, but not really execute on the business. Mm. Mm. And when when push comes to show, we find ourselves falling off the hill. Yeah. So lesson one is take your time to test the business model before you do anything flamboyant. Okay. Yeah, because you yeah. could end up building something nobody wants. Right? <laughs> <laughs> So now yeah. we have a lot of CEOs without. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. A lot of CEOs without companies. Yes. So um, moving ahead with um, Blue Space. I'm aware you've worked with Blue Space and Ghana Innovation Hub. Take us okay. through the experience, please. Okay. After my experience with Sleepy Campus, I did a bit of a, ref a bit of reflection and soul searching as well, and I realized 
I, I didn't have a lot of corporate experience, right? I moved right from school into mess, then worked on my own company. So a lot of my work knowledge and experience was around me dictating things for myself, me figuring out everything for myself and my co-founders as well. So I wanted to work in a corporate high-profile environment to see how what are some of the lessons I could have even learned from these people. Okay. Fortunately, I met Sam Amano, who is the CEO of Blue Space. He's an amazing person. He's also run a couple of startups, but he's been able to scale it <laughs> to the level that other people want to, you know? So he is making good money with his startup. And he asked me to join because of my experience in the startup scene. Okay. His vision is to create a, a large company and help smaller companies be able to get to that level. Okay. Hmm. So he invited me to be the connect between Blue Space and the and the younger companies. Okay. And that's how it even segued into the Ghana Innovation Hub. So let me just uh, talk briefly about that one as well. Of course, of course. So first you have the okay. platform. <laughs> <laughs> like this. So Ghana Innovation Hub is actually a World Bank funded project through the Ministry of Communications. Mm. And what they envision is a space where entrepreneurs can learn all the tools necessary mm. to be able to grow, but with an emphasis on e-solutions. Okay. So it's under the Ministry of Communications e-transform project. Mm. To, and to execute on it effectively, they wanted private-owned companies to run the hub. And so they put out a bid, and Blue Space Africa was one of the companies that bid to run the hub. So the bid was awarded to Blue Space Africa, the company I was working with, okay. MDF West Africa, which is a second company, and Ghana Technology University College. So these three entities came together to set up the Ghana Innovation Hub. And since I joined Blue Space mm -hmm. to be the interface between my company and startups, I was made the liaison at the Ghana Innovation Hub on behalf of Blue Space. That mm -hmm. means that all decisions around the hub that Blue Space was supposed to make was supposed to be done through me. Right. And that's how I ended up at the Ghana Innovation Hub. Wow, that is amazing. Um, my crew will take over. Amish, um, so... Hey, Todd. Yeah. How is uh, COVID-19 affecting uh, the Ghana Innovation Hub? How is what? COVID-19, the pandemic. The fact that um, people can't gather, you know? Yeah. Oh, how, how are the other co-founders, you say? No, no. No, COVID-19. How is corona affecting oh. the... Oh, 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 yes. Okay, okay. It's hard. It's hard, both positive and otherwise effects okay. the positive is there are more there are more um agencies looking to support startups that might be struggling now so if you have if you genuinely have a good idea and you're looking okay. to execute there is money for you to be able to execute especially during this tough time mm. so for you as the entrepreneur all you have to do is to prove yourself okay. right um, the negative, however, is some of the startups that I was coaching, for instance, needed person-to-person um, interface for their mm. business. Yeah. And so they had to get really creative, very, very creative. One of them that I'm super proud of is 
um, Flocab DC. Okay. They produce um, body and skin products from Share Natural Products. Mm. And during during the COVID time, they realized that they can't be they can't be selling one on one like they've always done. So they went into packaging, gift gift boxes. They oh, created wow. all these unique, amazing gift boxes. They have something called a man box that I was happy to have. We can supply you <laughs> for like a, right. Um, you can subscribe and then start ordering oh. instead of being going for fair DTC. And so I thought that was brilliant. And the hub is unique in the sense that it collaborates with different entities to support. So even at the hub, they have what we call Orange Connect, mm. which is set up by the Netherlands Embassy. Okay. And the Netherlands Embassy is you know, giving entrepreneurs just 5% interest on loans. And these loans, are they are money that if you went to the bank, you would be required to pay for like a 20 to 30% interest. Yeah. Wow, that is good. And yeah. other institutions like NPACT, which is also German-based, mm. and they were giving support to entrepreneurs. So Floke, like I mentioned, got one of the sponsorships from NPACT because they realized that, okay, some of your employees might be um, might be falling off now, and so we are giving you this so that you you support them even during these lean times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow, that is great. And then, what about your consultancy and um, with companies? How is that one to doing? Oh, thank you for asking. <laughs> this is shameless. This is shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> but, but to be honest. I think that most of what I'm doing now, uh, it's exactly what you're doing on your show now, lessons learned from my failures. Okay. So for me, like I mentioned, I joined Blue Space to even learn the ins and outs, right? Yeah. Um, so the consultancy is essentially set up to help businesses and startups yeah. be able to execute without making similar, similar mistakes. mistakes. Okay. And so it's it's actually a partnership with other consultants in the tech entrepreneurship space. Mm. We, we are called the Innovation Spark, and we help startups to be able to move from idea mm. to making their first CDs. Mm. And so we cut out all the fluff, like, hey, you are trying to build an app when you haven't even tested it. No, do this and do this. And I, I could hear Todd mentioning that I... I do spoken word. Yes, yes. yes. See, we'll come there. No, hold on. Don't rush it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different segment. We'll come there. We'll come there very soon. Yes, So, the, the, the connection would have been that I am running a series of workshops now yeah. for entrepreneurs and artists as well because of uh, my experience with spoken word. Mm. So, okay. it's, we provide consultancy. We help you set up it, and the consultancy is anything from um, getting your pitch deck ready to getting your investment deck ready, and we walk you through all that, nice. even sales. Mm. So, I, I, I miss, I'm waiting on the call for you to uh, have me come and join on your workshop. So, yeah, I'm waiting on the call. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Okay, guys. okay. So, um, we would just go through um, a short break, and when we come back, we'll continue with the discussion with. Amesh, who has done so much, 
has failed, bounced back, and is doing so much. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. This is CPED Radio, and what we do here every Wednesday is that we bring in amazing guests who have experiences in different different things to discuss on what they've done so far, how what they are doing is going, and how far they are willing to go to succeed in this life. And we we go through a emerging products, and then from there, that is, we take um, each segment every week. So if this week we do emerging product, next week we might decide to pick a, a specific um, sector and then discuss on it. And then we also, because this is going on on Bluecrest Campus and inside Bluecrest Studios, we also talk about campus viewpoint. And then today, lesson learned, yes. And then we also go on Blue Culture. We bring in students who are musicians, poets. In fact, anybody at all on campus that has something to say, we just step in. And so, Mr. Todd. Yes, ma'am. I learned we are doing um, campus culture next week. Campus culture, yeah, which is um, around arts and music and the culture of uh, the greater Accra area. Who's our guest next week, Vera? Do you know? It's a student of Bluecrest University. Okay, so next week, Blue Culture would be a student of Bluecrest University. Now, we'll be going back to our guest to finish the rest of our interviews okay so we're back to continue the rest of the interview mr todd yes ma'am basu <laughs> loki loki i like the way he calls me yes ma'am <laughs> <laughs> okay so um uh, amesh yes you're still with us now let's continue with our discussion um before we left we were talking about your consultancy let's move away from that and get to some key solutions you're providing for smes or startups yes who would like to consult with you even go to the market to test it and Todd, i think you agree with this one from the position that we sit you end up hearing so many similar ideas yeah. and you know that the only the only difference between them is the execution approach that's true okay. So we help the startup to be able to better solidify the ideas, and then we also help them to innovate around the same ideas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we had so we had something similar here, Amish, at uh, Bluecrest. We had something similar called uh, Idea Garden. It's same same kind of deal, like some place for people that have uh, an idea but they don't really know how to get started. You know. Okay. And so that's I think the second thing we offer. We help you to innovate around your existing ideas. Okay. So some businesses have gotten stuck doing the same thing they've been doing and they are looking mm-hmm. for how to have a competitive edge or what to do differently to let them sell more. Mm-hmm. Especially with with those who are able to start on their own, which is great but all they need to know now is how to use a business model to be able to find new customer segments mm. or what are the innovative ways that people are now selling online and based on where we where i sit with my other consultants we are privileged to some of these things happening on the in the continent and also in the ecosystem so for example i mentioned how npac was able to help flow care mm. during the COVID season that's because we knew about npac program and what they were doing, and so we're able to introduce this to flow care. The third one is implementing. 
So this is just hardcore, getting our hands dirty with you. Okay. Uh, going all out, selling some of your products with you, just so that you know that, okay, this idea and this business I have is viable, and I just needed to be able to sell my bed, let's say, in 20, to be able to continue. Okay. So we offer these three things, and if you find yourself in any of these three categories, I am very happy to have a, conf- mm. a, a conversation with you and get started. Okay. All right. So um, you've spoken a lot today, but there's still much to cover because reading your profile, there's a lot. Reading your profile, mm-hmm. there's a lot. Yes. I saw something like Accelerator Factory Program on your profile. What's that about? Thank you again, Anika. The Accelerator Factory Program was one of the programs that I started with my consultancy, but this was while going heavy at yeah. the Ghana Innovation Hub. Okay. We realized that tech companies need a special level of attention or focus. Mm. And with the experience I was getting from Blue Space, I realized there are enterprise level solutions to the tech startups and when they want to grow larger. By that I mean if they want to accept payments from other countries which will also lead them to expand to other countries okay. they will need all these all these things and what better way to offer to them than through the accelerator program so it was the accelerator factory was a textbook cost only okay. acceleration program mm-hmm. and we the plan was to choose only 10 tech companies who have started who are making some kind of revenue but could could leverage on the additional resources that we are privileged to. A great example is one of the startups that we took through the program called Starbus. Mm. Starbus offers buses for both commuters and also companies. And so think of it as Uber for Uber for Trotro, but mm. post <laughs> and so if your company if you wanted to move it its employees from one place to the other, you could use Starbucks. And it was amazing how they were able to pivot, especially during COVID, to tailor more towards their businesses because now we tell you that if you transport your people in and out, you know that they are not having contact with anyone else yeah. and so it reduces significantly yes, their contact. So that was it for Accelerator Factory, and we are looking to roll out more of this in other institutions that run training programs. But for you personally, have you thought of bringing back some of the companies you worked on and then failed? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. There are some ideas that are quite, uh, they are quite perpetual in the okay. sense that the problem still exists, like Todd was saying, even with Splitty Campus, the problem still exists. My kid brother is in Kenya now, and he still faces the same problem. And so, yes, I have some ideas in an icebox that I hope to implement. Okay. It's just now that I know more about the realities of entrepreneurship, I want to put some things in place first. Mm. Yeah. I wonder if uh, Gideon still has the code base. <laughs> what was that I said I'm wondering if Gideon still has the code base. 
<laughs> okay, so we are almost done with the whole lessons learned part. Me now, let's go into spoken words. Mm. What happened? Are you still doing it? <laughs> yes, still? yes, I'm still doing it. Okay. I am absolutely doing it. That's one of the things I'm really passionate about. Okay. Uh, Todd hasn't said it yet, but Todd and I did a collaboration. He has. I was going to that. He He has. For him, he has put all the keys down for me right now. He has Mm. told me everything. (laughs) 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 He has told me everything. You guys did music together. And me, myself, I found out um, Todd was doing music not long ago. And that day, I I just, it blew me away. So, (laughs) for both of you to have done music, I'm, I'm hoping... It's not even hoping. It it yeah. I hit, I guess. Well, <laughs> it's, it's a little short of a hit. A hit. <laughs> but okay. But it was fun. Yes, mm. but um, with the spoken word. Mm. Now what I'm doing is, I am leveraging on all my experiences, both as an entrepreneur and as an artist. Okay. And so every Thursday, at seven thirty p.m., I host an open mic program on zoom called rewind with amish oh wow actually yes Todd, you're welcome i'm going to send you an invite soon yeah please do it's definitely a platform for artists in ghana to be able to get a platform to share their art and also get relevant feedback and what we are doing is we are tying in training programs for the artists to be able to move from just being an artist to making money from your art. Mm. Okay. So we add the business element mm. to your art. And we'll be running a series of workshops soon for artists alone. So okay. how to even leverage modern technology to put more of your art out there, how to get paid for every art that you produce. Mm. And we are working with media part. Um, we are privileged to have people in the media space also joining us. So we have someone like um, Apio Core okay. from DPSF who joins me um, quite often to give her two cents. So it's not just for art now, it's for you to be able to make money from your art so you don't yes. have the whole So I was about service. asking that in Ghana here, that spoken word has just, you know, although it's been there, but it just emerged where people are now taking notice of spoken word mm-hmm. you are working on ways in or uh, ways on getting fans out of it is mm-hmm. it good is market good for you yes if you really if you know how to position yourself well on an equal you will be able to you will be able to have a, a, a form of income from your art okay so i have had the privilege of performing for some corporate events, including the Netherlands Embassy. Wow. Uh, yes, at GID for some of their entrepreneurship launching events. Okay. So it, that's why we, we are having the workshop element for everyone with that uh, niche. Because if you position yourself well, there are people who are willing to pay for pay good entertainment. Mm. Okay. Yes, especially some people like in America who like words. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, Mr. Todd, do you have anything? Well, to I was say? just going to say that you know, as you as you listen to him talk, right, mm-hmm. you can hear. Uh, Mish was always like this. Uh, he had so many mm, talents mm. combined, and so what he's talking about right now is perfect for him. Mm. You know, to to bring in artists. You know, when you go into art, you go in because you have a passion on yes. it, and you want to create. You mm-hmm. want to create music and art. 
But to be sustainable, uh, you need to make a business out of business it. Business out of it. And, you know, Missy's not talking about it, but I think back in 2016, uh, he also hosted uh, a tech uh, program for mm. Pulse Media. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he's always been, you know, in that kind of, uh, that realm of art, uh, you know, left brain, right brain, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. entrepreneurship, uh, business, and art, and, and, mm. and all. And when you listen to him talk, you can see. Yeah. Avesh, for Mr. Tart to talk this good about you, it means you are doing amazing, <laughs> and you are a good man, so continue to be who you are. And I miss, you know, I still have a Flippy Campus t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, so the reunion has to end now. <laughs> the reunion has to end now for me to ask you if you have any message for entrepreneurs or people who are looking to enter into um, business. Yes, I sure do, Naniko. And thank you for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Thank Always. you, too, Todd. You're most welcome. Um, my... my Closer remark will be for entrepreneurs. Honestly, entrepreneurship is hard. Yeah. There's no, there's no dilly dallying around it. Yes, you have moments where you will celebrate, but the bulk of it is that it's hard, and you will need, first of all, to be very honest with yourself about your state of mind and the state of your business. Mm. Right? Like, um, when you are going through a tough time, know that you are going through a tough time. Ask for help and mm. get out of it quickly. And then, secondly, learn. Learn constantly. Things are always changing. Things are always changing. I mean, even with light bulbs now, you can have remote light bulbs. Yes. I recently had an electrician install a um, new set of lights in my in my new apartment, and he was saying, "Oh, things are changing all the time." So, for you as an entrepreneur, you have to keep learning. Learn from your failures. That's why I'm particularly happy about this show. Okay. And also learn from those who are making it. Mm. Right. Um, so yes, you learn the do's, you learn the don'ts, but you have to learn the do's as well. Okay. And know that there are there are available opportunities for you to leverage as an entrepreneur. So we have programs like MET. I know Blue Crest has some entrepreneurship programs as well. There's the Ghana Innovation Hub. These are all out there. Mm. If you don't know them, you can reach out to me. We're privileged to have some of these information. Okay. But you have to be able to get access to all these. Now, and I think that will help. Okay, now let's get to how we can reach you through social media or any ways you are appropriate with. Okay, yes. I can be reached by my, my business line. It's on WhatsApp as well. Okay. It's 026. Okay. Nine eight six okay four one seven seven four one seven seven so zero two six nine eight six four one seven seven oh one and social oh one or four one what did you say is it four one or oh one four one four one Sorry. yes four one yes okay now are you on instagram i am i am now give us your handle please. of course on Instagram and also on Twitter, it's Amish, A double M I S H underscore Ofori, O F O R I. Okay, Amish Ofori, Amish underscore Ofori. All right, so um, today I think we'll end here. All right. Yeah, yeah we're running out of time. Yeah.
Amish, thanks. Uh, thanks for coming and spending some time with us. Uh, of I really course, appreciate but, it. but he's going to come back as a spoken word actor. Oh, okay. I, didn't I didn't know. My that boss, my boss speaks. <laughs> my boss speaks. That would be I'll yes. get to play some music in the background of as well. Course, of course, definitely. Hey, we can bring definitely. we can uh, bring back that song. I don't remember. What was Yes, it? yes, I still have it. I will get it. Okay. We, we should do that. We'll do that. Okay. All right. Thank you very much for joining us and enjoy the rest of your day as I continue to end the show. Yes, you're welcome. Nico. Thank you and thank you Todd. It All was right. great talking to you, Miss. We'll talk soon. All right. So, um we had a mesh on the show here he is um a tech entrepreneur who has been through tick and turn and has gone down and is up again and is doing amazing in the industry now if you just came in you're late but not too late this is cped uh, radio and what we do here is that every wednesday we come have a seat and discuss on important things in the industry
say something. That's the 